This Cap Times podcast is brought to you by Exact Sciences Corporation, the makers of Colaguard. Learn more at exactsciences.com. It's like almost a struggle to get to get to the table to sit down to eat it because I just want to eat it right away. Like yeah. right there in the kitchen standing, standing. there. Standing. <laughs> just over the sink, no plate. Because once you pick, <laughs> I mean, a really good one, once you pick it up, you almost can't put it down. Yeah. You know. Hello. I'm Chris Lay, and this is The Corner Table, a podcast about food and drink in Madison, Wisconsin, produced by the Capital Times. Lindsay Christians has the week off, so for now, it's just me, myself, and I. We wanted to take a break from all the coronavirus coverage and maybe inspire some home chefs and fast food aficionados alike by revisiting our interview with local breakfast sandwich lover Patrick Logderman that ran back in early January. Logderman, who shares his morning eats on Instagram as Bun Breakfast, stopped into the Cap Time studio last December and spilled the beans on his top Sammies of 2019, offered some tips on how to cook a perfectly round egg, and told us why he's just not into breakfast pizza. Before we dive into the interview, though, I really wanted to take a moment and thank all of you for listening to the show and encourage everyone out there to tell your friends about the show if you like it, since nothing beats word of mouth. So smash that subscribe button if you haven't already and give a listen. Welcome, Patrick. Well, hi, Lindsay. Hi. Nice to meet you. And Chris. <laughs> Hello. Hey. I am so glad that you're here in the morning because it's an appropriate time to talk about breakfast. Sandwiches, Absolutely. I think. Yes. Um, so I've been following your Instagram for, gosh, I think two years. How long have you had it? Mm, maybe five. That's a while. The blog started five years ago. So, and then the Instagram probably came a little bit later. Nice. Okay. So why breakfast sandwiches? I just love them. I don't know. I just love sandwiches in general. Yeah. But uh, something about breakfast sandwiches, it started, I went out on New Year's Day. We're, we're coming up on the anniversary of the blog here. Five went years. went out on New Year's Day, 2015. I was watching the Badgers play Auburn in the Outback Bowl, maybe. And I just <laughs> ordered, a, I ordered a breakfast sandwich, and it was delicious, and it just made my whole day. My whole day was set. Where uh, do you remember where it was? Oh yeah, that was at Players Sports Bar. Players Sports Bar. Yeah, Players. It's a good place. I think it's good breakfast sandwiches yeah. there. I've never had the breakfast sandwich, but their burgers are absolutely killer. Agreed. Yeah. So you fell in love with breakfast sandwiches. You got really excited about them, but I, that's a different thing than documenting them. It is, and I don't know what propelled me to do that. <laughs> do you have like is is it in your nature in general to you know fill out spreadsheets and rank and organize other things or was this the first thing that really just felt like you needed to catalog um it wasn't so much it's not so much like the spreadsheets and the ranking i think i i just decided i wanted to like write about it yes. like uh, uh, just you know how well you guys are writers um <laughs> You know, it forces you to organize your thoughts and be a little creative, and and it's just something I'd never really pursued, and so I just thought I would start doing it, and I did not expect to keep doing it. Yeah. Here we are. There's something about having a blog or an Instagram or, you know, like a column ongoing where it sort of forces you past the, like, well, I've tried these four, and now, like, I'm still interested in it, but I don't have any way of codifying where I've been and where I'm going. Sure. And I think a project like this sort of, it points you in a direction a little bit. 
Yeah, it absolutely did. And and I thought, well, you know, uh, even five years ago, blogs were kind of like passe. So I was like, well, now it's time to jump in. Yes. I mean, I'll have a podcast maybe in like 15 years. I'll start a podcast. <laughs> I think I'm going to get into Vine. <laughs> there you go. That's a, it's a little late, I got to oh, tell you. Yeah, you're going to you're gonna have to learn TikTok yeah. now. That's <laughs> uh, what makes a breakfast sandwich a breakfast sandwich? I, for me, it was the egg. Like okay. that was I had to have some kind of rules or some kind of brackets around it. And so I thought, well, it has to have an egg. And But, of course, not every sandwich with an egg is a breakfast sandwich necessarily. Yeah. There's but, eggs uh, on burgers, the old-fashioned burger you can get with the egg. And sure. Tons of other places. And right. that wouldn't be a breakfast sandwich necessarily. No, it's amazing, though. Yeah. It's, oh, it's really good. Yeah. yeah. Completely. Is there a name for that burger? Um, I don't know. I think it's just the old-fashioned burger. Is yeah. it like the house Sounds burger right. or something? Yeah. Nice. I do feel like that burger kind of has a breakfasty vibe, similar to, like, pizza with eggs on it. Yeah. Right? I've had that at at Cento. They've got a breakfast pizza there. Okay. Yeah. I don't think that would qualify, even if you fold it. No, not for me. It wouldn't. I I reviewed some breakfast pizza uh, because I was starting to to branch out a little bit. (laughs) Expand the brand. I'll tell you, you know, you're going to ask me this later, Lindsay, I think, about, like, what – and uh, I'm not a big fan of breakfast pizza. Ah. Just leave pizza alone. I'll, I'm not. I'm not ashamed to eat pizza in the morning. Just no, regular I'm not pepperoni either. pizza. I do like a breakfast taco. Yeah, yeah, I like them too. I, With potatoes and stuff in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm, I like that. Uh, I, I wonder. So when you're thinking about the elements, I want to kind of walk down the elements of a breakfast sandwich. I want to start with the bread. Sure. Um, if, especially like if you're making something at home, mm-hmm. like what are you looking for in the bread? I think English muffins are my favorite. Okay. You know, that I like the round shape. Then you can make a round egg. Mm-hmm. It's pretty festive. Yeah. 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 So I use those little discs, those little oh, yeah. non-stick discs. Yeah. Uh, so they're perfectly round. That sounds great. Yeah. That's, I was going to ask you how you make the egg perfectly round. I started with mason jar lids, and then I was like, well, look at this. They make these and sell them for $3, so nice. I'll just buy this nonstick ring. <laughs> I was trying to learn from the Food Lab cookbook by J. Kenji Lopez-Alt mm-hmm. on how to perfectly make an egg with that runny yolk and perfectly set white, mm-hmm. um, which friends of mine will argue that, like, Madison in general does not do well. What is it? You flick oil on it, right? You have to put oil over the top. That's like, the, yeah. yeah. So it um, cooks at, like, different temps, and yeah. And he has you strain the egg through a fine sieve so that the yolk, like, little strings on the outside that would make it kind of okay. alien-looking, mm-hmm. you get one set white. You get one white in one piece, basically, instead of having it be kind of stringy on the outside. That's a lot more work than I'm willing to put in. I know. It. Yeah. It's been that way for me, too, because yeah. I did it once, and I was like, well, I did that. You've got the humble beginnings of the, the mason <laughs> jar lid, and that's, right. yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you like an egg with a runny yolk? Ab- absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Okay. How many minutes do you know? Uh, I don't. I'm just doing it all. You're by. just looking at it. I'm okay. Just, I'm winging it, yeah, every time. All right. And then add-ons, your meat, your any other... Usually bacon, and then I'm mixing up the cheese all the time. Who knows? Do you have a preference on on the bacon? I've been experimenting with like cooking it in, in, in the oven. Mm-hmm. I've, I've always preferred to bake the the bacon. Yep. And then I've recently tried putting it on uh, um, what's the like the the, the slats. What's the like, oh, like, like, like a, like a roasting rack? pan? Yes, like a rack. Okay, and that ends up being because if you have it just in the pan, the fat renders down a whole lot more. Whereas if you have it on the rack, 
the fat will kind of like stay there, but it actually gets crispy and it doesn't like actually go all the way down and drip into the pan. Wow. You still get some drippings, but it's not going to like it's it ends up being like it's not like candied, but it's like it has that same kind of like like crispy aspect to it. I have not tried that. Yeah. It kind of seems counterintuitive. I think it would be different. I think it would be the opposite of what you said, but um I just do it. I'd bake it in the oven, just like right there on the foil, yeah. you know. It's so pan. good, though. Yeah, I did go on a turkey baking kick for a while, and that that time has passed for me. I, I don't I don't do turkey baking anymore. It's not the same. It's just not. Yeah. It's not gonna work. It's not. Do you have a brand preference for bacon? Um, I do like Newskis. I don't buy it all the time. You Singers also. Like oh yeah, You yeah. Singers is good too. Yeah. Do you think that a breakfast sandwich needs to have some sort of like tangy component, like a mayo or some kind of sauce? Uh, I put a lot of hot sauce on them. Okay. So, I but I just like hot sauce. So yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. But not a mayo. Uh, or a no. pesto. I've had. I've not put pesto on when I make them, but I've had them with pesto, and they're fantastic. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. The other element I'm thinking of is something crunchy, like a piece of lettuce or a like, like a pickle arugula or like some, some kind, of, kind of yeah. Yeah, I'll do. I've, I've done that. I'm I'm not big on greens on the sandwich, but. Um, but I, I don't put them on at home often, but uh, sometimes you order them and they come with them, and that's all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Not going to turn it like, down. But I also put, like, hot pepper rings on there. I maybe have put pickles on. Like a jardiniera kind of like. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. There's something to me about breakfast sandwiches that feels really nice for eating alone. Like, I don't – there's a lot of breakfast food. Like, I love pancakes. But you don't make pancakes for yourself. Right? Like, you want to make pancakes. I mean, okay, I don't make pancakes for myself. <laughs> I, I don't Speak either. for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I love, I, you know, I love a yeasted waffle. I'm not going to make that by myself. We have Dutch babies once a year on Christmas, you mm-hmm. know? But a breakfast sandwich. Yeah. You can make just one. And right. And like, this is worth it. Yeah. And then it's Single just serving. like, it's like almost a struggle to get to get to the table to sit down to eat it because I just want to eat it right away. Like yeah. Like, right there in the kitchen standing standing. There. <laughs> Just Same. over the sink, no plate. Because once you pick, <laughs> I mean, a really good one, once you pick it up, you almost can't put it down. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, that's another thing with the bread, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's it has to be... Sturdy. Like, sturdy enough. And I, I spend a lot of time on your Instagram, so I see that there's a lot of, like, ciabatta and other kinds of rolls like that. But you don't, I don't think, want a baguette that's going to be so crusty and crunchy that when you go to have your sandwich, yeah. it it leaves the inside leaves. Yep, no. I, I, <laughs> what do, you, what do I mean? Yeah. It, just, it just squooshes out. It squishes out. Sure. There you go. Yeah. Like it has to be sturdy enough to hold its shape, and but you want it to still absorb some of that, the wetness of the egg, mm-hmm. the yolk that's going to be runny, but you also, yeah, you want it to have enough give. It's a very, it's a very fine line Absolutely. to get that right. Yeah. yeah. That's where the English muffin comes in. I yeah. Think. No, the English Nooks muffin and is crannies. perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Nooks and crannies. <laughs> no, like a bagel's not quite going to do it. Like it's not nearly as absorbent and you can, depending on where you're getting your bagels from, it can be a little bit of a push. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not too much toast. No. You don't want too much toast. This podcast is brought to you by Exact Sciences. Join the Madison-based team working to lead earlier cancer detection. Visit exactsciences.com to view the company's hundreds of open jobs. So there's something about with the runny egg that makes a breakfast sandwich maybe not ideal for travel. But a lot of gas stations have egg sandwiches, like breakfast sandwiches. But none of those have runny yolks. Oh, right. None of them. Yeah. 
Yeah, like I think they well they have their their lawyers that say you know eating undercooked eggs can be dangerous or whatever. You see that on those menus. You, you do, like, and that's I mean even McDonald's, all those places, none of them have a runny yolk. So you're just getting you're getting a fully cooked egg, which is okay. You know, it's do you have fine, preferences? But it's not yeah, do you have preferences among the gas station egg, egg sandwiches? Uh, I mean, between all, like, the chains and all that, I mean, probably probably the Egg McMuffin at McDonald's. Oh, right. I mean, but I, I wonder, I, I, th- I wrote about this at some point, like, I, I, that's probably the first breakfast sandwich I ever had. You know, like, just, that was always, yeah. it's always been there. That's a nostalgic taste for sure. Yeah, Completely. so they, in yeah. some ways it set that bar in your head, you know, like, this is what a fast food breakfast sandwich is, Yeah. you know? It's been a long time since I've had one, but the croissant witch at Burger King is also really good. And that's another one. I mean, you don't have to deal with the the wet egg because they cook everything all the way through. Yeah. But you get, like, the flaky, the crispy. It's a really nice, you know, texture. It's, it's not the the best croissant in the world, obviously. But, yeah. But, yeah, to get but to get back to, like, so those are the kind of sandwiches you can eat in a car. I yeah. mean, they're made for it, you know. There's True. not too much stuff on them. You know, they know, like, if they loaded it up, it's going to squish out. Plus, they're only, you know, that's why they're not loaded up because they're $3 or whatever, $2. Just a little snack. We, yeah. were, we were driving to Nashville recently, and I got an egg, an egg sandwich at Quick Trip, which is the first time I had done that. And I was struck by uh, salt levels in it. I hmm. was like, oh, wow. Because when you have something that's got to sit out for a long time, like your level of preservatives need to be high enough that it will still taste good to you, mm-hmm. right? Um And I, I was like, I can feel this in my pores. Um, I didn't dislike it. Like, I thought it was really filling and i was glad to have some food uh, for the road yeah but i just i thought it was really interesting because like i wonder if it like your level of fat and salt and things like that have to be different if it has to hang out boy i don't know yeah i mean i i've had some quick trip and they didn't they don't strike me i mean i don't memorize every single one but they, yeah. i don't remember them being extra salty yeah. but who knows you that know? was uh, not to like this be is so a much test quick of trip, one not to be like a yeah. quick trip right. stan yeah. but it's i i feel like you maybe got like an outlier experience i may have yeah, yeah. i mean i would be willing to try more for sure I, yeah. yeah i'm you know. all for it when you are looking at your breakfast sandwich options if there's a place that has more than one or you're thinking about where you want to go for a breakfast sandwich mm-hmm. what are the elements that stand out for you like okay this looks this looks compelling. I'll probably if there's one that's spicy, Ooh, you okay. know, like a spicy sausage or something, I'll probably get that. Um, otherwise, I'm just, you know, sometimes I'm going like I really want this sandwich at this place, or sometimes I just want to go somewhere that's easy. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, totally. it depends. <laughs> depends on what day. If it's the weekend, you can't just you know pop into Marigold or because you're going to be stuck there waiting for you know 45 minutes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shuffling through the entryway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Exactly. But, but I, I'm an but I'm an early riser, so I'm usually I can go out and be home at by eight thirty. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Know? Yeah, because I'm already wait. Sometimes I'm waiting for the places to open before I can go. <laughs> I go. I'll make another cup of coffee. They don't open till seven. Yeah. <laughs> Do you uh, have your sort of ranking of some of your your best? Breakfast sandwiches of the year. Do you do that at the end of the year? Um, I do, and and you guys are getting a scoop. Sneak yes! Peek. Ooh, that's what yeah. I like to hear. Because usually I wait until the actual end of the year, and then I look back. But, you know, this is a time when all the top ten lists, all the lists come mm-hmm. out. And so I, I put in upwards of four to five minutes this morning looking back <laughs> over the year. Thank you for your investment. Yeah, so here we go. Let me, let me look at this real quick. I'm only going to do the top five because I only had 14 
breakfast sandwiches out at restaurants this year. Sure. I need more at home, but let's not talk about those. <laughs> so number five. Number five. It's called Faircrest Bakery, and it's on Mineral Point Road, and I'm sad to say that it looks like they are out of business. Oh, so, no. Uh, so no one can have that. Um, it's just going to live on right here. Right what here was the, the – what was that one – what was the one that made that one, like, kind of unique? Uh, I, I don't remember it being particularly uh, just, unique. Just yeah. a solid yeah. breakfast sandwich. Yeah, it was a, right. I know it was croissant and uh, it was no. bacon, no. pretty sure. I didn't take many notes here, so I'm not sure. going to be able to answer a lot of questions. Yeah. That's okay. D- so You're eating a lot of these before the coffee fully kicks in. Isn't yeah, it? that's true. <laughs> you, you have mentioned with bacon, though, that fatty flex is kind of... Fatty flex is a new term I came up with. That, uh, I like it. It's, I think it describes exactly what I like, which is the meat just starting to crisp, and the fat is rendered a little bit, but it's still, like, if you pick it up, it still has a little bend to it. That's... Uh. I like to be able to like wrap my bacon on the table and it sh- and it shatters. Oh, like, that's my level of bacon. That's yeah. too far for me. Like especially in a sandwich when you're biting it and then it's like crumbling. Um, that's that upsets. that's a good point. It yeah. doesn't work as well in a sandwich, does it? No, mm-hmm. does not. Oh, number sure. four. Number four. Let's see. Oh, that was Pasture and Prairie over at um, on Old University. Old University. Pasture and Plenty. Pa- oh, is, I thought it was p- Prairie. Is it Plenty? You would know. You're you're a professional. <laughs> see. And I think what I got was a special that day. Mm. I don't remember. So you can't get it every day. <laughs> okay, so you can two get out of five, <laughs> we can't get it. <laughs> Maybe you can get it. I don't know. I don't know how they do their specials. You <laughs> That's know? amazing. Number three, back to the old classic player, sports bar. Ooh, yeah. players. Yeah. All yeah. right. I mean, I probably go, I probably have like one or two a year there. So <laughs> 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 they just catch me on the right day, you know, like, hey, this is fantastic. Yeah, nice. in the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, right. I am close by. Number two was Ancora Coffee. Oh, nice. Um, that was a someone – I mean, I knew they had sandwiches, but someone had prodded me, like, you should go check it out. And I think they have, like, three or four different ones. They do. And I don't remember which one I had. I feel like some of them have avocado on them, and they've got a lot of fun, like, sauces and aiolis and mayos. And mm-hmm. Yep. And, uh, yeah, they're really good. I love that. I need to go back and try the other ones. Yeah. yeah. I know that. Yeah. I usually just end up – like whenever I want to go to Ancora, I, I'm always like walking past it to wait for a bus on the square, and I just go to Collectivo instead. So, oh. yeah. I think they've got a couple sandwiches, but yeah. they do, yeah. they do. And I've not had one yet. Well, Ooh, well, I know. Twenty twenty is going to be the year. I'm not as dedicated <laughs> as I was in 2015. I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> so many eggs. It's a lot of it's time. You know. Yeah. It's a time oh. Thing, yeah. You know? Well, like the, the the diets are coming around where like protein is now king. It's the you know you get the whole keto and yeah, the everything sure. else. Yeah. You're you just the world's catching up with you. Catch <laughs> the trend. Yeah. Yeah. You ready for number one? Yes. Absolutely. It was uh, it was Gotham Bagel. Ooh, all right. And I went there twice this year, and they had in between they have changed the menu, so this was the first trip. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if they still have everything. I don't know how they do it. You know. I think they they change it pretty regularly. Okay. I want to say. All right. I feel like the thing about Gotham in general is they're not afraid of those strong flavors. No. You know. No, so I, I remember this one was a spicy one. Yeah. yeah I was all for it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, they're, and they're like big, drippy, delicious mm-hmm. oh, yeah. bagel sandwiches. But they, they cut them and then they wrap them real nice because uh, both times I went this year, I biked down. I went to the farmer's market early and then got a sandwich and just like threw it in my pocket and biked down to a park and ate it. And it's still, you pull it out and it's still tight Held and together. hot and, you know, it's ready to go. Yeah. And the nice thing about that, too, is the bagel is going to have some time to absorb some of that. You know, we talked about it, mm-hmm. you know, absorbency of yeah. bagel versus egg 
English muffin. English muffin. And bread and, you know. Sure. So, oh, that sounds great. Yeah. It's a trip down memory lane. Yes. And they do some weird stuff, too. The one that I remember having, actually, it had chicharrones on it. It had, like, you know, these, like, pork rind, like, crispy things in, you know, with everything else. And it was this whole, you know, textural, like, experience that you went on. Gotham is one of those where I will, like, fall in love with a particular sandwich and then they'll take it off after a while. And not quickly. Yeah. But – and then I'll just say, okay, well, can I recreate the Chelsea at home? I probably can. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to figure this out. And then I do. And it's fun. But I wonder, are there trends that you see in the breakfast sandwich world that you're like, yes, more of this or no more of this ever? Mm. I don't know if they're trends, but my thing lately is – I'll, I'll I'll take avocado on my breakfast sandwich every single time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like got a nice creamy texture, but uh, it doesn't it, it doesn't add too much in ways of flavor in a good way. You know, it just it's more of a texture thing, and especially if you're using like a bagel or a, a harder roll. You know, it just it helps give you a little viscosity. Yeah. <laughs> if you have avocado toast with an egg on top, is that a breakfast sandwich? Yeah, I wouldn't call it as such, but sure. It's is. more the question of like are open face sandwiches sandwiches? And I still I don't I don't like just in in a much more broader discussion of sandwich nomenclature, I would say that that's not. That's but toast with stuff on it. That's toast with stuff on it. It's like is is a um eggs benedict is that a sandwich? Like is that an open face sandwich because it's kind of the same realm of questioning. I definitely don't want to open up the is a hot dog a sandwich question. No, I, it's the the same, you know. I tend to agree that open face sandwich isn't really a sandwich, but one of my top rated of all time is the croque madame at uh, Sardine. Oh, so, you know, yes. there you go. Yeah. It counted yeah. that day because it was too good not to put it on the list. Yeah. That sounds so, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So avocado, yes. Yeah. Any like hard nose? Um, you know, we talked talked about this briefly earlier. It's it's just a thing that doesn't work for me. Breakfast pizza. It's not oh, really yeah. a trend. I don't know. I don't know. I I haven't run into anyone that's like breakfast pizza is my favorite pizza. Well, yeah. I just I'll just eat that's pizza. That's never a thing that you hear. No, but I mean, if people like it, that's great. But I just don't get it. I yeah. Mean, I don't know why you're putting eggs on there. It's good, but it's the kind of thing that still is. It's almost it's like a novelty in the pizza world, and it's a novelty in the breakfast world. It's fine in and of itself. But, yeah, they're kind of, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever have any issues with overcomplicating the breakfast sandwich? Like, too much chutney, too much pickled whatever, like, you made it too fancy? Um, Not so much too much, fa- but too much stuff. You can't put, you have to have some restraint. You, you know, you can't have too much stuff on there. Like you said, it's going to squish out. Like, you start loading it up, and then there's just, you might as well just be eating it with a fork and knife. Because mm-hmm. you can't pick it up and eat it like a sandwich. Yeah. And at which point, fork and knife, it becomes not a sandwich. Yep. Right? And it's it's just not it's not as pleasurable. It's not even close, you know? Have you found that people are wanting to give you recommendations for their favorites? Yeah, all the time. Do you have to tell them, like, touch base with them when you try it or say, oh, I'm never going to get there? Um, yeah. Not so much that. Uh, the People are always like, well, what's the best one? You know, that's what they want to know. And, you know, like... I kind of ask where they live, like what's can, try to find something convenient. For, but the amount of people that like, uh, you know, I don't want to, like I'll say like Crema Cafe. And they're like, oh, yeah, I never thought of that. I'm like, well, why would you never think of that? <laughs> you, know, like, you, live a, you live a mile away. Come on. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. good stuff. 
it's funny. People do always want to know what's the best. And I'm always like, well, what do you like? Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. My favorite's always just the one I got in front of me right now. Well. That's the... <laughs> and, you know, I've noticed we don't have any in front of us right now. We do not. That's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Love the breakfast sandwich you're with. Exactly. Yeah. I like that. Do, 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 do. <laughs> I don't know if we've got to pay rights for that, but... <laughs> I think you, you cut it just short enough. Just Barry. short. Yeah. <laughs> do you have any breakfast sandwich resolutions for 2020? Uh, that's you to keep a, it going? Uh, I'm going to keep it going, Yeah. I, I sh- what I wanted to do it wasn't really a resolution, but what I wanted to do this year was go back and revisit a lot of the places because it'd been long enough where I was like, oh, I only went there once, and that was three years ago or whatever. So I should go there again, and I kind of failed at that. Um, just looking at my list, Gotham I'd been to before, mm-hmm. Bassett Street Brunch Club I went back to. Um, those might have been the only repeat trips this year. Oh, quick trip. I mean, McDonald's, those really don't count. No. So. I do see Duncan on there. Yeah, that was the uh, the Beyond Sausage oh. um, fake sausage sandwich. And it, it was not that great. Okay. It wasn't bad. It The the predominant flavor was just black pepper. Yeah. Just, you know, and I, I think I wrote in there, like, if well, if you're a vegetarian and you want a breakfast sandwich, then you're going to enjoy this a lot more than me. You know, yeah. like myself, I'm like, eh, I don't need to have that again. And yet I almost stopped and brought some here to, to, <laughs> just to see what we would all yeah. think. Give it another chance. But then I thought, well, let's, let's not bother with that. Huh? The thing with the, like, you can have breakfast sandwiches that are vegetarian just by not putting sausage or bacon on it, right? Right. Like, but I don't know how you would do one vegan. Like, I don't know how you would adapt that. I, that's, it's too many substitutions. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it would be fine. I'm sure that it would, you know, it would taste A-OK, but it just wouldn't get all the goodness of it. Yeah. I mean, there's fake egg stuff out there, right? Yeah. I don't know what it, what it's like, but there. <laughs> it's usually for baking, right? So that you don't get no the idea. texture. Yeah. yeah. Um. I I wonder, like, have you found yourself in a position where you are an authority about breakfast sandwiches, and you feel like, wait, how did this happen? <laughs> like, it's a uh, it's a lot of power to wield. It is it absolutely is. Uh, it's a lot of pressure. I'll be honest. Heavy, heavy is the head that wears the crown. Is the <laughs> uh, no? I mean, my overall attitude is really just like I just really enjoy them and I just you know if other people want to enjoy breakfast sandwiches that's perfect you know it, it, I mean I w- if place if they if I get a really bad one I'm not ashamed to say that this this is uh, terrible yeah. you know um and most of those have really just been you know chain restaurants or whatever it's you know I, I don't want to throw out any names but I've had some bad ones yeah so. places where the quality controls a little less a little, little more lax yeah who knows who's cooking back there and next week it's a different different yeah. person you know and and they they don't have any pride in their work you know you don't get to look them in the eye you yeah. don't know you don't know what they care about yeah no that's a good point would you ever like dovetail this and do like a year of tacos or a year of burgers or a year of something else that used to come up more because when i first started this it was going to be 52 sandwiches going to have one the theory was the idea was to have one breakfast sandwich every week for a year and uh and it didn't work out that way i mean i ended up having like 49 or 50 so it was close on average but i didn't have one per week i just didn't work it out that way things happen but as the year was ending people are like what are you going to do next you should do burritos you should do breakfast tacos you should do bloody marys or whatever and and I was just like, I'm just going to keep doing the same thing. 
So yeah, we like what we like. Yeah, right. And uh, and I, I I feel like it's a it's a, a niche niche at least. You know, like I have my own thing going. So I just uh, and I didn't want to stop. So so I didn't stop. You know. I will say one of my favorite breakfast sandwiches in the city is at Porter. I really like the one there. That is great. Um, and I've I've talked to Gil about it before, and he's basically he's like, I just assembled that. I got a lot of really good ingredients from places, and then I put them all together. There you go. There you go. Right. <laughs> he's like, I didn't cook that. <laughs> really, this next year, I should go back to some of those places. Yeah. If there's one breakfast sandwich you hope people eat in 2020. Just one that makes them happy. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you for coming in. Hey, thanks for having me. I it's don't been know. an absolute pleasure. Maybe, maybe, maybe people were uh, enlightened or entertained. I have no idea. No. I don't know. <laughs> do you want to? Where can people find you on Instagram? And do you have a Twitter? And uh, you got, you got all that stuff. I mean, the the so the blog was named Fifty Two Sandwiches. I think if you just search that, it'll come up. It, we're, I'm up to like 145 now, so the name is not relevant any longer. Uh, Instagram, it's just Bun Breakfast. Okay. Well, thanks again. Hey, thanks for having me. This has been a rerun of The Corner Table, a podcast about food and drink in Madison, Wisconsin, produced by the Capital Times. Our theme music was composed by Patrick Christians, and the show is edited by Natalie Yar. You can subscribe to the show and explore the more than 100 episodes in the archives wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, uh, and don't forget to send your quarantine cooking club adventures to Lindsay Christians at lchristians at madison.com especially if you find yourself making something sandwichy in the morning. Lindsay and I are both on Twitter and Instagram, so feel free to track us down there. You can like our podcast page on Facebook, and be sure to check out captimes.com for more local food and drink news, as well as continuing coverage of the coronavirus. Our wish for you this week is a patty melt from your favorite local dive bar that recently began offering contact-free pickup options, as well as mystery six-packs of beer. Cheers. This podcast has been brought to you by Exact Sciences Corporation, the makers of Colaguard. Once again, be sure to learn more at exactsciences.com.